0: Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, guys, I'm super excited to announce that I'm joined by former four-star quarterback and current Tarleton State quarterback, Bo Allen. Bo, welcome onto the podcast. I'm super excited to have you on today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, absolutely. Now, you know, but before we do start talking about your college career, high school career, recruitment, you know, all of those things, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, like where you're from, how you got into football, when you got into football, you know, the little details that maybe most yeah. people may not know about you. So
1: I, I'm um, originally from Lexington, Kentucky. I um, I don't think I really started playing real football till about fifth or sixth grade, and I kind of I played all the sports. I played Baseball up into my freshman year of high school. I played basketball up into my junior year of high school. So, kind of, I, I played I played other sports for as, um, as long as I can remember. But football just stuck out the most to me, and I enjoyed it the most. And I ended up probably being more successful, or probably being more talented at it. But I really just enjoyed it the most out of the two other
0: sports. Hey, I got you, Bo. And you know, um, I was about to ask. So, when you did start, you know, really taking football serious. So, have you always been a quarterback your whole career, or? Were you kind of like, oh, that's when I said my mom was really young.
1: I, I didn't play quarterback the whole time. And then um, right around like seventh, eighth grade, it was probably when I started just playing quarterback. But uh, I played a game. couple of different positions, I'd say, depending on whatever, how young I was and stuff. But in high school and I think college, I've only played
0: quarterback. I got you, bro. I got you. So, so also, I'm guessing, you know, your favorite team growing up had to have been Kentucky, right? Yeah, it, no, it definitely was. So, to figure, you know, it's, a, it's literally your hometown school. I mean, it's kind of it's yes. rare sometimes to see that happen almost where, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but you end up going to Kentucky. But anyway, you know, let's kind of talk a little bit about your high school career. So going into your freshman year, you know, were you right away the starter on varsity or did you kind of have to work yourself up to get up to that point?
1: Yeah, so I started uh, playing on varsity about six games into the year and there's I was um, – <laughs> I feel like I'm mobile enough in high school. I am. I, didn't, I started – I guess I started starting the games halfway through my – it's my uh, freshman season for varsity.
0: I got you, both. So, do you feel like you kind of exceeded certain expectations that you put on yourself and coaches as well? Because, I mean, obviously you have the physical traits to be a great quarterback, but do you feel like you personally kind of achieved all the things that you wanted to do in your first year of high school ball?
1: Yeah, i definitely say so. I think in my first year of high school football, I can um, – so at that point, you don't really know. I mean, I always wanted to just be good at any sport. I always wanted to be, I want to win everything that I wanted to be a part of. But at that point, I didn't have, uh, I mean, I knew I wanted to do something in sports, but I, like, I didn't even know what football was going to be in my, if I was going to play college. I didn't know if football was going to be that, if it was going to be the sport. I thought I was, I played baseball then. I, I was doing well in baseball, but then I played well and uh, kind of really that, that, Freshman year offseason was really when I saw it really started to work pretty hard right after that freshman year.
0: I got you, Bo. So, and not, you I mean, we'll keep, we'll keep talking about football, but I want to ask you a little bit about baseball. So, you you know, you said you're pretty good at baseball. What position did you play? Were you a pitcher, out well, At I'll the throw? end of,
1: I, guess, I mean, it was, a while, it was a while ago, but at the end, it was, I really just mainly pitched. I got I did a couple other things, but um, I really just mainly pitched, though.
0: Biggest thing I got to ask you, did you throw heat when you were a pitcher?
1: that's it I mean comparing I, that was just my fresh I, for, for my age I, I, I would say so
0: <laughs> I got you both so so now that you're going into your sophomore year and you kind of started to realize that football was your calling you know what were some things that kind of led you to realize that you know football was what you wanted to do with your future So also like
1: really I um I mean I knew I felt like I was pretty talented myself and then uh, I kind of got that was when I first started getting some uh, some offers was right around that spring after my freshman season. And uh, that kind of opened up my eyes a little bit more of this is what um, I, kind of, I feel like I was good before that anyway. So really, really, just after seeing how how I was, like understanding my strengths and weaknesses and how I kind of started to fall in love with it, and I started falling in love with the grind and I started learning more about hard, like hard work and everything. and Really, this uh, off season and kind of improving on all sorts of things. I remember, like my freshman year, I got hurt, I got a concussion, but um, I like I was really light comparing to I think like, I was like 170 pounds my freshman year. Oh yeah. shoot! But, like, I probably made um, the biggest. I want to say the biggest stride, but there was the biggest difference in weight. I probably gained like. 15 to 20 pounds if, if I, or more than that probably at that point but I know I, I, I
0: started um, just enjoying the
1: hard stuff in football and just knew it was something that I was going to do for a long time after that
0: I got you Bo and you talked a little bit about you know you're receiving interest and offers up to this point so what was actually the first school that you know actually gave you your first offer
1: Bowling Green State out of Ohio, they gave me my first offer. Right the, my, around. the
0: Mighty Falcons, the Mighty Falcons that came after. you. So how did it feel when you got that first offer? Because obviously it's still D1 FBS. So how did you feel personally when you got that offer? It was awesome.
1: Because, I mean, at the time, uh, you don't really – it's just, I mean, you, I mean, you felt like, – I felt like I was talented comparing to other people and, uh, it's my class and within the state and everything, but you don't really – it opens up your eyes. pretty cool. I, I thought, I like, telling your parents that, telling your dad that. But that, that, was, that was pretty cool. It was a, I mean, that moment probably meant more than any other offer I ever got, honestly. You know, it not matter what. But
0: uh, I, that was pretty cool. I got you, bro. I got you. So now that your sophomore year is over with, you're starting to gain a lot more attention and everything like that. What was kind of your main goal going into your junior year? Was it to get more recognition and attention from colleges, or was it simply just to better your game overall? I'd say it was really
1: just to better my game at that, um, like, I wanted to, I mean, outside of, like, I always kind of thought of it as, a, like, everything, like, all the other stuff will handle itself, but, but also, was, but with saying that, too, I wanted to make sure I wanted to have an opportunity to go wherever I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so you. But, so really, I, I mean, I just worked hard on everything that I thought I could, like, I, uh, I well, I went, and I went to camps, all that kind of stuff, too, but. Um, really, I just wanted to win as many games and just be the best player I could and see what all came from that. But I mean, there are, there are like we're saying what I just did there. There's definitely some schools you want to go to more than others or you want to at least have that option. And I think uh, that was some but some motivation, but mainly it was just really improving and just getting able to get back on the field in the fall and put some wins together.
0: Hey, absolutely. So so going into the season now, how do you feel like you performed personally throughout your junior year? Like, do you feel like you're like, okay, I can seriously, you know, I'm about to start gaining a lot of attention from these schools, you know. How were you kind of feeling throughout your junior season?
1: Yeah, I think my junior, I guess my sophomore year of high school, I still played well. But I think my junior year of high school, I really felt that um, maybe that was the biggest stride in just how the game flew. Like, it was kind of how the game came to me. I think probably the the game just felt so much slower, just even from my sophomore year and definitely my freshman year. And I was bigger, I was faster, I was stronger. That also, I mean, that, that definitely helps. But um, really, I mean, I think at, during that time, I really just learned um, about what kind of stuff worked and getting myself better and how you got to carry yourself, how you got to treat yourself, how you have to lead your team. But I think I really just kind of matured as a quarterback and as a football player. And it, you know, like I think my junior, I think I, I took a great step for my sophomore and junior year.
0: I've got you, Bo. And uh, so, ha- so up to this point, had you had you received your first uh, Power Five offer yet, or were you still waiting on getting? Yes, it? I
1: I got my so Kentucky offered me not too long after Bowling Green State did. Oh, okay. But I think I don't. I think I don't think I had another Power Five offer. Michigan. I don't know if I had another Power 5 offer until after my sophomore season, actually.
0: Dang. So, they really were like – so, Kentucky jumped on you pretty early because I, I thought that Kentucky didn't really kind of target you until after your junior season because that always kind of seems to be when, like, SEC schools especially. Yeah. You yeah know, I, they're I, super yeah, picky. They,
1: to, they offered me in the spring of my freshman season – after my freshman season. Wow. And then I, I think I got I had an offer from Troy. Again, I could be wrong with some of these. Yeah, I mean, no, you got offers from i could be wrong with some of the dates, but i had an offer from troy i think i had an offer from cincinnati or maybe before my sophomore season um in michigan was the next power five school i just can't remember exactly if it was before or after my sophomore season and then a lot through my or washington state offered me i think during my sophomore season
0: okay i got you but, and maybe uh, a couple uh, other
1: schools did during, but um, there was only – during that freshman spring, there, I think there was only a couple that offered me. In Kentucky, I think it was only five five school that did after my freshman year.
0: Yeah, no, I've got you. But obviously that had to have been a huge deal for you because that's literally your hometown school. I mean, you grew up – I'm as a Wildcat fan, I'm guessing, you watched the games, everything like yeah. that. I mean, how did that feel for you and your family? Because I know your family had to have been super proud of you for being able to get an offer from a school that you idolized growing up.
1: It was pretty cool just to see um, the hard work that I put in and uh, just, I've had so many people around me help me to get to that spot. But uh, there's uh, it was pretty cool.
0: I got you, Bo. So, so if you don't mind, kind of talk to us a little bit about when you noticed your recruitment was really starting to heat up, like when you really started to get all of these major big-time schools starting to come after you. Yeah. Like, when, th- when was that th- kind of point in your career?
1: I think a lot of it came – mid junior to after my junior season I'm pretty I'm pretty sure like I think or I kind of maybe right when I finished a lot of my junior film and I was kind of I think that's when I started getting uh, like a, like I got off from Georgia and a little bit after the junior season and like Michigan State a couple of, but I think I ain't during my junior season right around probably my whole junior school year I'd say that was probably the largest. Actually, no. I would say from the right before my junior season to a little bit during the junior season. Because then I, I committed to Kentucky uh, in the spring of my junior year of high school. Like going into my senior season. Oh, okay, I was, I, got you. Of, I was kind of um, set on that at that point. There were some schools that kind of came in. It was a little too late for some, but I'd say really most of my offers kind of came in at the start of my junior year, for like from the end of my sophomore season to the start of my junior season.
0: I got you, Bo. And I mean, I I don't really blame you because I feel like every kid, especially when their hometown school offers them, it's kind of like almost an instantaneous like, okay, yeah, I'm going to school here. You know, whatever school could try to get me, Bama, Georgia, whoever it might be. And literally in your case, you know, you had these schools after you. But, you know, what really sold the deal on Kentucky for you? Was it just the hometown feeling, you know, idolizing them? You know, what were some factors that went into you ultimately committing to the Wildcats over all these other big time programs?
1: I mean there's uh I honestly didn't say it. I would think I uh that maybe the location had a whole lot to do with it obviously I've been a fan of them for forever but the the coaching staff there and the relationships that I built was probably the biggest thing and uh like I always probably thought like if I grew up like in Louisville or like an hour or so away from Kentucky I maybe would have committed even earlier because I, like, I didn't know if I wanted to if I if I went to if I didn't play football in college, I probably would have gone to a different school from Kentucky just to go somewhere else and experience something different. Yeah, I gotcha. But um, really, just the people around the program and where I saw it going.
0: I got I got you, Bo. So did you kind of have a close relationship with uh, Coach Stoops? Because I know obviously he's kind of one of the more underrated uh, coaches in all of college yeah. football. So how was we, your relationship we, yeah. with whom?
1: We we I mean we developed such a great relationship. We still we I t- we texted uh, last Saturday.
0: And, uh, oh, that's amazing. That's cool that he still talks. I mean, they y'all still have a bond, you he's know, a, even after. Yeah, he's,
1: he's such a great coach. And he's a, such a great coach in so many aspects. But that's one of his uh, – that's one of the cooler things that I would think so many coaches would do. And, um, I mean, we, yeah, we developed a great relationship from my freshman year up until – actually, up until now. But all throughout my recruiting process, we talked all the time. He's just – he's a great guy, a great coach, and uh, has a great program.
0: And, and, uh, i got you bro. Hey, we, we developed a great relationship hey absolutely that's something you really want when you're going to be ultimately making a commitment to you know your college yeah. for the next how however many years you end up spending there and you know especially coaches like coach stoops that are definitely player coaches i mean that's almost something that you want to have but anyway you know enough about all that let's talk a little bit more about you so now that you're going into your senior year you're already committed to kentucky and everything like that did it kind of feel like you had a like the weight you had on your shoulders kind of came off now that you officially knew where you were going to be going to school and you could finally enjoy your senior year.
1: Yeah, I'd say the the, the best part was probably uh, being able to really kind of, um, I wouldn't say like recruit, but uh, like I just got to meet so many more people. I mean, I met so you meet so many people in that recruiting process, but I got to meet so many um, different people on a whole different kind of level in our, in that class, the 2020 class. So we've, I mean, we're still pretty tight with we text all the time, but just a lot of guys where I was able to, even some guys that didn't even get them to Kentucky, but that was probably the, the best part from the difference of being committed or not being committed to a school. You can really start getting close with the, your new, like your new teammates. And um, you're almost going to be that next recruiter. And you're just going to meet so many more people in a, in a, in a different kind of relationship. is you're going to be teammates and friends for, for the rest of your
0: life. I got you, Bo. So so now that your high school career, you know, it's officially over, and then when you look back at your four years of high school, do you feel like you personally accomplished everything you wanted academically, athletically, you know, just do you feel like you you fully uh, capitalized off your high school experience?
1: Yeah, I'd say I capitalized off my high school experience for sure. I, uh, I mean, I definitely, I thought I gave, I gave it all I got in high school.
0: I got you. I got you both. So now let's talk about, you know, you're going, well, I was about to say now you're going up to uh, Lexington, but you know, you already were in Lexington. So yeah. now, that, now that you're just going to a different part of Lexington, now you're at the university of Kentucky. Talk to us a little bit about what it was like initially when you first did arrive on campus.
1: Yeah, I think there's maybe a bit of surrealness, but that can kind of go by fast, but I think really my freshman season, a lot of it was still, I was just so excited to play ball. and I um. That was pretty cool, just being on the like. Um, it was different, but you obviously want to play and everything. But I, had a, I had a good time my freshman year, and definitely did lots of things I've learned from it.
0: I got you. And Bo, you also did redshirt this year, because right? I know it was COVID year, regardless, but you did redshirt, correct?
1: Yeah, So I guess that my I guess twenty, the twenty twenty year is my freshman year. So you'd use that as a COVID year. Then, um, my sophomore season that I redshirted that year. Oh,
0: okay. I got you. I got yeah. you. So, um, so during your freshman year, you know, did you get, Did you see any play uh, playing time? Cause I know you had a bunch of talented quarterbacks obviously in that room. I think uh, Joey was still there, right?
1: Yes, Joey was. We, um, I, I played in two games. I played against uh, Vanderbilt and Alabama that year.
0: Oh, okay. So you played against Bama. How was, I mean, I don't mean to kind of jump the gun, but what was it like <laughs> playing against a team like Alabama? Cause obviously, I mean, they're arguably the best program in all the country. So.
1: Yeah, it was it was a great experience, and that kind of stuff you can build upon. I didn't play I only had, like, two drives, but um, it was good. I mean, like, at that point, I was – it's fun, like I was young, but in all all different aspects of life. But it was good to get out there, and definitely thankful for that moment. That's for sure.
0: Hey, absolutely, Bo. So, so now that, you know, you kind of wrapped up – you wrapped up your, uh, your true freshman year, you know, what were some things that you took away from this year? Because, obviously, you faced a lot of adversity with COVID – you know, obviously, you probably – you didn't probably see as much playing time as you wished you could have. But regardless, you know, what were some things that you took away from your first year at Kentucky?
1: Yeah. To be honest with you, I um I if we can talk more about it when I tell you about my decision to transfer and everything. Hey, no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, I could tell that there's different kind of oper- – I mean, I I there's so many great people there at Kentucky, but you – uh there was a point of me that I kind of I I wouldn't say I lost anything. And at my freshman year, I still love I love football a lot, but it's a little bit different that first year when you're not playing. And I and I, and I was like, I wasn't mad at the coaches or anything. Like
0: yeah, like
1: yeah. Terry was just of that year, and uh, he's one I text him the other day. I was I, we had I was fully content with the whole thing. It's more of just how you with how I was for the past, my time at Kentucky. There's it's kind of you can kind of handle a lot of things and situations different if just in, in the smallest situations of you playing or not. But I, I learned a whole lot from that, from that experience my freshman year.
0: I've got you, Bo. And so, so Terry Wilson was still a quarterback in Kentucky, right? Cause I thought he graduated at yes. night or transferred in 19, but he was still there yeah. in 2020.
1: Terry yeah, Terry was there in 2020 then he transferred to New Mexico in 2021.
0: I got you. So, so will so will wasn't on the team yet because I, I don't know why but it feels like a fever dream because I'm trying to remember because it seems like Kentucky gets blessed with so many like transfer quarterbacks so will hadn't come on the campus yet so that so his first year was in 2021 correct yes okay so this so, so but anyways now we're not talking about Will Love we're talking about you so so now 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 you're going into your what would be a redshirt freshman year you know how do you feel like that year went because obviously you know, the direction of the team was going, you know, with Will Levis as a starting quarterback. But, you know, you did see a few games and some action, right?
1: Yeah, me, him, and Joey, we battled for it and are the two spot. I, I played in – I played in the first game of the year. I played in three games. I played against uh, Louisiana
0: Monroe, New Mexico State, and Louisville. I got you. So you got to play in a rivalry game against Louisville. So, how was that? Cause I mean, obviously, you probably know that better than anyone since you're from Lexington. You know, what was it like playing against uh, Kentucky's biggest rival?
1: It was good. I, um, I played like two drives with the second one we got, we ran down there and scored, but it was good. It was fun to be out there.
0: I got you, Bill. So, um, so at so now that your sophomore year is over with, you know, what were some, I don't mean to kind of jump the gun, but what were some leading factors that you kind of realized that, hey, maybe it might be in the best of my interest to, you know, cont- continue my academic and athletic career somewhere else?
1: Well, really, to be honest with you, a lot of people – see, there's one article I think I heard by it sent to me kind of when I did transfer. It, was kind of, it wasn't necessarily saying that. It was kind of saying that I kind of lied for a reason that I transferred. But um I really – and a lot of – like I think maybe in – I said when, later in my career and I'll talk about it at some other point, but yeah, I know you're um, good. you lose. Um, I got, I lost a lot of love for football when I wasn't playing a whole lot and it wasn't, um, it kind of, I didn't see the same kind of light that I used to have. Like, I wasn't like, if you asked me at that point, like, do you, do you think you're going to play in the NFL or not? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have had the same kind of confidence or same kind of drive that I had and all, and, I knew so. Like at the end of this, at the end of my freshman, or at the end of the twenty twenty one season, me and my family were talking about it, and I talked to my coaches, like Coach Cohen, Liam Cohen was office coordinator at the time, and we talked about it, and um, just like because I mean, I I knew I I didn't think I it was just football. I didn't think maybe this isn't for me anymore because I I was I really wasn't having fun with it. I I didn't have the joy of even going out to practice sometimes or. I, mean, I like throwing I like throwing football with the guys all the time. But yeah, but
0: I know what you mean though. Yeah, you kind of just yeah, lost you your drive and, for it. And at that and at
1: that level, you have to, no matter where you are, I think if you want to be if you want to be a starter, you can't be like that no matter where you are. And I wanted to basically at the end of that year, me and my parents family had sat down for a little bit and we were saying about because I, I thought about for a little bit, I thought about transferring then just with my family. I didn't talk to any like, but i didn't really think about it for too long. I said, hey, I'm going to – I'll do this for one more year. And, but like, it'll be hard. Like, I know I struggled with this, but I think I'll be okay. It's going to be worth it in the long run, which I still fully believe if I wanted to do that. But then we kind of just got through the whole offseason. And I really just – no matter what happened, and I – nothing really changed. And almost. was – like I, I wasn't going to football in the same. really nothing much changed, and I, I mean I, I could have gone better about it myself, and that's that's for sure. But I just thought to myself, so late. Like I, I obviously I trained only. I trained through like a month and a half of are already, two games into the year. But I um, I just said if I can go somewhere and I could just compete for an opportunity to play, I think I just want to try that because I was wasn't. I wasn't, I mean, I was happy with every other part of my life, but I wasn't uh, happy in football. Like, and my coaches knew that yeah. too. Like, they were like, I uh, coached so many other guys. They knew that. Um, and there's been people around me who, at Kentucky who saw me have fire in me about football. Like, maybe, like, and they knew it wasn't the same. And I just, I I'd sat down with Coach Stoops one day, and I told him really all that I was feeling. I said, hey, like, I think I got so much more of a light in football that I'm seeing right now. And I just think I really honestly need to get in the field. I know it's kind of, at the time that I transferred a lot of people, including some of my, like a lot of close people, which I understand. I mean, it did, it didn't did seem like the smartest decision, I guess on paper or uh, not understanding why I did it, but yeah, it's been probably the best decision of my life. And I, uh, I'm i thankful for it every day just to kind of, it's I, I kind of have a whole new motivation in, kind of mindset, a thing about football and kind of just life. But if that makes sense, it's kind of just the smallest things or what you think may be the smallest things can change your whole mindset on what you're going to do in your career.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that makes complete sense, Bo, because, you know, like we talked about a little bit earlier on in the in the interview, you know, you spent your whole high school career being the starting quarterback, playing pretty much every single game that you were able to, and then once you get into college, and you know you're barely able to see any type of action, and it's not due to you not having the talent or anything like that. It's just unfortunately when you get up to that level of college football, you can't split reps as much with a lot of other super talented guys. And obviously, yeah, like, I said like yeah.
1: if there was like a version of like JV college football, I probably would have never transferred.
0: You know oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's
1: like a um, I mean, I like I it wasn't like like want to I say I lost the love for football, I mean, if it was, if we were still like, I kind of lost it throughout that, I guess my redshirt freshman season, but, um, I still love game day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, don't yeah, think, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think everybody, like, I, like, that was still awesome. Like anytime I got, I played so games, I still love that. Like I, but it really, um, when you don't love something, it's really hard to work at it like that, or the way that you need to. And then yeah. you don't have the same kind of confidence. Like I'm a,
0: if I I mean if I
1: if anybody is in my shoes and they're not having as fun with being in the back of it have an opportunity to go do something else with how the transfer portal is nowadays and yeah everything. If you really want to give football all you got and want to is you only really have one shot to play this game, you can't come back after you have another job and come play football again. So I would uh recommend on doing that. But really it was just that I kind of came to a breaking point and I said I think I'd be I think I'd improve better. If I, and not, not, I'm not talking about the staff at Kentucky. They do it, I Yeah, there's
0: no harsh feelings towards Kentucky at all. No, this no, is no just, yeah. 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 No, no. I'm saying,
1: like, my, like myself, just having a – just for myself to improve better. I just said if I can go play somewhere, if I can just have an opportunity to play, that I think uh, it may turn some stones over that I haven't seen in the past couple of years.
0: Exactly, because you have to. I mean, you you know, especially in this type of business, you have to you know take chances on yourself and make sacrifices. And ultimately, you know, despite it being a program that you dreamed of playing for, you knew that it was in your best interest to go find somewhere else that you know that you could actually be able to get playing time. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of the coaches were probably upfront with you, right, just letting you know that you know they. I mean, they probably were not going to be able to get you as much playing time as you probably wanted to, just due to the sheer fact that. You know that quarterback room was so unbelievably loaded, but um, but anyway, I, would Bob say, I mean, and- like really,
1: like I was like I had, I mean, I still had a, there was all the opportunity in the world to like compete or to be in that spot for the next season. It was just I wasn't going to play this year, which I was I completely understanding them for that. But I just told him. yeah, I said if I uh, have an opportunity to go play somewhere this year, I think it would be the best interest of me in my career. But they, um, they didn't like they didn't push me away for anything. I like I was all. I still had an opportunity to go for um, so what would be the starting spot in this upcoming season if I were to stay there. But oh, I, gosh. Uh, but uh, it's something I'm thankful for, and I've kind of changed all yeah. different kinds of things. It's kind of, it's kind of like, like I, I feel like I worked really hard in high school, and I, and I feel like I worked really hard at Kentucky, but there's kind of a different level of working hard or kind of dedication when you start to really enjoy what you're doing every day.
0: Absolutely, because at the end of the day, you know, you you need to be able to have fun playing the game. And I mean, obviously, I know, especially at the level of uh, football, you know, college football that you're at, even now, you know, it kind of is a business, but at the same time, you still want to be able to have the same fun that you had when you were playing middle school ball, high school ball. You know what I mean? Because because at that point, it's just becoming more of a job than it is actually something that you love to do. And ultimately for you, Bo, I'm guessing just from the way you've been telling me, you know this was this was like something you needed to do to kind of help better yourself mentally and everything like that just so you could kind of get your groove back so to speak.
1: I'd say yeah with football definitely. yeah
0: like, yeah yeah with I football
1: think, um, yeah I mean it's it's funny like I remember like in my I've always been like a, a good like a I'd say a good like above average student like 3.0 or like a, but not like not nothing crazy. Like in high school I didn't take AP classes or anything. I took some like you know like just a did okay and then it's fun. like when I started not enjoying football, I kind of picked up that kind of stuff up. Like, I, I was like, Oh, that's good gonna... at least. Yeah, no, there's, there's some good, uh, there's a lot of great things I learned from that. Like, I've, I kind of learned what I would want to do whenever football's over. And, um, but again, at that, like it, to, in my viewpoint of it now, there's really no point in thinking, I don't want to say no point. There's, there's definitely a point to it, but you shouldn't uh, be spending a lot of time on your things like that because you can't reverse roles. If you're going to play football, you're going to do it before you do anything else. So, um, no, but it really, there's a lot of different kind of things. It's changed. and kind of understanding. Um, it's easy when you're not, when it's when things don't go your way and you're really not working hard for it, or working as hard as what well you can. It's so easy to blame other people, blame other things in your life. Like for example, I, I, had a uh, bicep tendon problem in my throwing shoulder at the end of my freshman season at Kentucky. Oh,
0: shoot. And
1: I, uh, I came back from it and everything, but I never really, I, you could say, I, I bet the coach at Kentucky would even, maybe even tell you like I didn't throw the same until, like I never quite threw the same during my time at Kentucky just after that. I mean, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's true. Myself, I would say some coaches at Kentucky would say that is that. Yeah. Is they like I wasn't putting in the work in the training room all the time. It's like some of the coaches there, and I mean a lot of people watching me. There, there's like one of the weaknesses I may have is I don't have that kind of strong crazy arm or anything. But one example of it, I think, of what it can change is the amount of work and time and effort I have just put into rehabbing, prehabbing. Than I do here because it's so much easier to work when you love something like that. And it's like it's funny. Like, I bet if you asked, and we got there's plenty of strong arms on this roster. If you ask any coach that I've played against or anybody that's seen me throw in the past long while, that would say one of my best attributes is I have a strong arm just because I put more work the, in this. The hard work comes so much more fluidly when you love something, yeah, I think, absolutely. Like, I've and there's obviously definitely there's people who are more talented than others, but the people who probably make it the longest just love it more than anybody else. And they want to be better. They're competitive. But um, that's one thing I feel like I've learned. And in, if in, in anything you want to do in life, I think the people who are usually the best are the people who love it the most, not the most talented by any means.
0: I got you. And, and I'm pretty sure you've probably heard the quote, but I think it goes like, I think hard work beats talent when talent doesn't yeah. work hard. I mean, yeah, that's, completely. that's exactly like what you're saying. I mean, you know, you could have all the talent in the world, but if you simply don't work at your craft and master it, I mean, the person that worked hard is going to be able to kind of exceed it. But anyway, Bo, you know, just to talk a little bit more. So now that you're officially in the transfer portal, you're not, you're looking for your next school, you know, what were some initial schools that you kind of were looking at to join? Well,
1: but- I didn't really know because I mean, the time that I did it was so odd that I mean, it's hard to like look at a school. Like, you think that, like, let's say, for example, you think it'd be a good fit or they're for me, I guess they're going to have a competition in the fall, but you don't even know if they like how late I did it. Like, you don't even know if they have scholarship spots, doing roster spots, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, a lot of it. I didn't really do, I would say, a whole lot of looking on my part of things. I just kind of, I kind of saw what was coming to me and seeing those opportunities as they came in. And um, I really just kind of wanted to make that decision as quick as possible because I wanted to get in somewhere for camp and just had the best shot to where I could learn an offense as quick as possible. And that's that's ultimately kind of why I came here. I was able to be here for all the practices and I thought the opportunity was a great opportunity for me.
0: I got you, Bo. So. The first thing I want to ask you is, you know, obviously you ended up ultimately transferring to Tarleton State, but, you know, initially a lot of people that aren't from around the Texas area, I'm, I'm from Fort Worth, so I've kind of always known about Tarleton and everything like that. But for you personally, what kind of solidified, I, I guess you could say, or sealed the deal for you about wanting to come to Tarleton State? Like what kind of, I guess you could say, attracted you to want to go to Stephenville? Yeah, so
1: it's really funny. So I transferred, I think it may have been July 27th. I'm not sure if that's the date, but it was a Wednesday. And I I heard some schools all throughout this period, but I really wanted to get somewhere fast. And some schools were talking to me and offered me, but I still didn't think it would be the greatest fit for the season. And I, um, I, mean, I went to – I visited Western Kentucky on that Friday after I transferred on Wednesday. I got you. And – all right, where right. I entered the portal on that Wednesday, and then I got—I talked to some people at Tarleton on my way home from Western, and I—I uh, I, it's so crazy. Am I looking back on it? But we were talking to him. I—I I, kind of thought I was just—I was going to go to Western for a little bit, and then I was like, I was really pretty—I was close. I mean, as set as you can be in a day span. And so go into Western, Western Kentucky, and I, uh, I was talking to the guys at Tarleton, and then I was talking to my family about what I think I would do. And they said, "What if we just go check it out?" And all that kind of stuff. And then I, um, so, so we came out here on on the Sunday after the Wednesday under the portal, and they had their first practice at camp started on that upcoming Tuesday. And so I, uh, I said, I was like, if I like it, I'm just gonna stay. Like I'm just gonna bring. I brought like a suitcase for like two weeks worth of clothes, or if I just think if it's gonna work out for me. And so I ended up, I end up thinking it was the best situation for me, and I ended up just staying here.
0: I got you. That, that, And that's kind of funny how that whole thing worked, though. Initially, it was just you going and visiting, and then ultimately it ended up with you committing to Tarleton. So now that you, you know, you found your spot for right now, you found your home. At Tarleton State, you know, what was the first thing that you initially did when you did arrive at Stephenville?
1: Like, so I didn't, I didn't know I was going to go here until, like so I, for that Sunday, I went around and met the coaches, like, in the facilities and all that kind of stuff. And then that Sunday night, I had a pretty good idea I was going to stay here, but I didn't text them until the following morning. And then really, so practice was Tuesday. So we, we just trying to get everything ready for me, like, logistically, just to be able to practice, I didn't – I didn't actually even – I got to go on the field, but I didn't – there was, like, medical stuff that – like, there's all, like, the – it's the compliance stuff you got to figure out, which, I mean, I, I did it so fast. that So I couldn't practice the first day. But really I was just trying to get ready to be the best football player I could. I just wanted to get on the field
0: as quick as I could. I got you, Bo. So, so once that you were actually able to get on the field after you got all that, you know, like your physical, everything like that, you know, how did it feel finally being able to know that you were their guy, like you were their number one quarterback? That's so, like I, well.
1: We were, we were there. Was a lot of guys came into Tarleton to transfer for the for the quarterback battle before I did. So there was a good. We battled for a while. This there was like eight quarterbacks at one point. Holy shit! Yeah, like that, uh, <laughs> oh, damn. There, it's like I I was the last one I guess who joined that opportunity, but um. So we were like, there's we were battling. There's a bunch of us. Um, we were just battling for the, for the first couple of days and then that, I think really when I knew or when I got announced to be the starter and I was going to pick the one reps that was just even more of a kind of affiliate area. I just knew I made the right decision. And not necessarily just because I made the start, but I knew I, I was just starting to feel what I used to have for football and I kind of feel more of that every day and it's, it's just been it's been awesome. Really nice.
0: No, it's great to hear. I'm glad that you were able to find your mojo again for football, because obviously that's the one thing in the world you never wish is to lose like the passion you have for something, let alone a sport you've loved pretty much all your life. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so, you know, Bo, now that you're at Tarleton State, you know, you got announced as a starting quarterback. So going into week one, your first game as a full time starter in college football, you know, what were some things that you did to prepare yourself going into that first uh, first game?
1: Yeah, I really, I try to get, um, if I, I did, I would say I tried to get as, um, as knowledgeable as I could be about our opponent. I, I'm a big believer in like, um, preparation is the biggest contributor to having confidence in football games or any kind of game. If you're going to a meeting or anything, you have to do in life. But um, so I just got prepared as, as much as I could, I could have for that game and in camp, we just I built us built up as much chemistry with our guys as we could in that amount of time. And we, we played a good game. We we really needed to finish in the red zone better. And we could open up the game a little bit more, but it was good. I mean, that that, that uh was one of the most that was part, that was the most fun football game I've played since high school. I mean,
0: it was awesome. I got you, bro. So who did y'all actually play in week one? I we, we, so Miss-
1: we played Mississippi Valley State.
0: Okay. And you know, they're kind of one of the more like they're not a horrible team by any means, especially for FCS. And also this was uh was this Tarleton's first ever FCS game, or was it
1: no? Uh, so they, they they've been the FCS. This is the third year in FCS. Okay, it's
0: third. Okay. I, I I knew they made the flip, the switch from division three up to division one like forever ago, but I didn't I trying to remember exactly when. But you know, y'all had a huge test that following week as y'all came into Fort Worth and y'all took on TCU. So how did you feel knowing that? now you're going to be playing against power five competition again, you know, with your new squad in Tarleton state. Yeah. So, I mean, it was,
1: it was a good, I mean, it's definitely great to go against those guys. We had a rough start to start out that game. And I, and it was, we on, on offense really, but we, um, I definitely could have played better in that start of the game and throughout the game, but it, it was good. It was good. It was, it was a great environment. Um, we made some plays that definitely wish it was a different outcome and we could have played better in all different areas, but um, all of our goals are all in front of us, and it was uh, I mean, definitely not what we wanted it to be in any sort of matter, but um, we're going to use that the best we can, and we are right now, and we're already using it. We're, we've been on past it for a little bit, but again, it was just good to get out there and play football. So I'd say as worse as that was, and winning or losing is one of the worst things in the world, but it was uh, fun playing and being out there.
0: Hey, absolutely, and I give y'all a ton of credit because I probably should have mentioned this a little bit earlier on. I work with a lot of TCU guys, coaches, everything like that, and I was at the game when y'all played TCU, and uh, I give y'all a ton of credit because, I mean, this was the first ever game Tarleton State played at the FBS ranks, especially, you know, you know it's not like you're playing a group of five school. Y'all are playing a power five, potentially going to yeah. be in contention I mean, for I the mean, Big I, 12. I, what,
1: yeah, I, TCU definitely didn't have the season that they wanted last year, but. I think they would be a great team in the Big 12 and all the opponents they play. They got a, they got a unique – I mean, I, I, didn't, I watched the game with their offense, but I didn't, like, game plan for them, their offense or anything. But they got – D Winners is one player that, that stuck out to me in film. And in
0: hey, I game. respect you a lot for shouting out, my guy D. I respect you a ton.
1: Hey, um, but they're, they're, a, they're a unique defense. They do a good job. But, um, yeah, I think we, there was some – we left some players out there that we could have had definitely earlier in the game. Yeah, it's, it's some uh, some things went our way, but it, it, it was good. Um, just obviously wish it was a different outcome, but yeah,
0: you know, I mean obviously any game you play, not, yeah, yeah, we're we're not too, we're all good from
1: it now and pushing it for the best now.
0: Now, but I won't lie though, in that game that y'all did play against TCU, I mean you were going up against some of the best corners in all of the country with guys like Josh Newton, who you played yeah. against at, at Kentucky because he was at ULM. Yeah. And yeah, the, which I think is funny because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, because he was at ULM last year, but anyway. And then you also had uh the nephew of LT Travis Hodges Tomlinson on the other side of the ball, and you absolutely dotted them up a few times. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna show bias to you because you're on here, but I mean, seriously, I mean, you threw some pretty incredible passes, and obviously, your wide receivers were able to come down with the ball and make yeah. some amazing and catches. Those, so, those guys were making plays, but
1: that's what that's one thing with our offense. It's been fun, we go deep, we uh. So, you've seen in the past or Mississippi Valley today was a little more conservative. So, we had a were more hitches and all that kinds of things. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I saw something the other day that had a Tomlinson getting drafted in the second or third round. I'm not, I know Newton's off, Newton's really good player too. But, um,
0: I won't lie though, then, I won't lie, your receivers, they did definitely cook them a little bit in that game. <laughs> no, no, we, we, I mean,
1: dope. I got, we have some, some unbelievable talent on the outside.
0: Like we I, we I, I it's just been
1: I'm you can you can tight. shout them
0: out on here if you want because I want to be able to give y'all guys kind of you know all say all alls names James out Smith, there David
1: Smith Gabe Douglas Darius Cooper those three guys for sure out there made some plays I mean, and Antoine shoot I mean there's 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 I mean, it goes on and on and on but there's there's a couple uh Ke- Keelan he hasn't played uh he hasn't got to, he hasn't got to play he's a slot receiver he may play on the outside too he's number five but this week. And you guys can have some eyes out for him. He had a hurt wrist the past two weeks, so you guys can keep your eyes out for him. But, um, th- those guys make it easy, and we that's one thing we do. We love throwing it deep, we love throwing it up to guys. And my guys make plays for me, and I, I they, they make it look easy, that's for sure.
0: It's hey, a, it's, hey.
1: it's, a, it's so much fun to be their quarterback for them.
0: Hey, absolutely. I mean, honestly, I think they're probably glad to have you as their quarterback as well, especially with you know how great of an arm you do have, and like you said earlier, you know you know you definitely your arm wasn't the same way you wanted it to while you're at kentucky doing with the injury and even after that just it wasn't the same and now that you're at such a kind of family environment because if you know a lot of people that aren't from you know texas they don't know about tarleton state but yeah tarleton state arguably probably has one of the most loyal fan bases because when i was at that game i have never seen a crowd that big for an fcs game at i mean i swear out of all the years i've been at tcu I, i i um uh,
1: Tarleton and Stephen, it's a, it's a really unique and pretty school atmosphere. I mean, the the president here is named uh, Dr. Hurley, and he has done. I mean, I, I so I've been here for a short amount of time. But I think he's been here about four or five years, and just the uh, atmosphere he's created in terms of the pride that people have in this university and, and in our football team, but. Um, it's it's pretty cool and yeah exactly. I mean, seeing all the people there. I mean, we were down think, thirty-eight to seven at halftime, and you run out. We had a, we scored on the first drive. Of that. We scored on the first drive, maybe second drive on the, at halftime too. But we um no, definitely. And we were down yeah, thirty-eight to seven, and you get out there out of the out of the halftime out of the locker room, you still see like all a bunch of students. Like yeah, that that was pretty cool.
0: I mean, that didn't feel good for you, right? Knowing that they were fully backing y'all, you know, they, you know, despite how the score didn't go y'all's way, but they still supported y'all like crazy. I mean, that was, I mean, that's gotta be a good feeling because finding fans like that is very rare nowadays.
1: Yeah, I, it it is really cool. Like, I gotta, I gotta have a taste of it on our first game was on a Thursday night uh, against Mississippi Valley, but we, um, yeah, it was good. I think we have, we have a great home atmosphere as well, and I'm excited to get out there again this Saturday. But, uh, no, I'm,
0: it's, that, that was really cool to see. I got you, Bo. And I might have to make a trip down to Stephenville here sometime soon. I know Yeah. I know. I heard a little bit as a TCU fan, but, I mean, y'all definitely have got one of the coolest environments in all of definitely college football, or at least Texas college football. Yes. But, anyway, Bo, I just have a few more questions for you, just some kind of personal ones. Uh, the first one I want to ask you is, is whether it's past, present, college football, or NFL. What player do you feel like your play style resembles the most, and why? I would say um,
1: maybe a little bit of if I just in terms of like our height, weight, and kind of athletic similarities. I would say. Maybe like a baker, like we're probably similar. I just right? probably weighs okay. he weighed a little bit more than I did in college, but I think we're similar. I would uh in some ways.
0: I got you. Do you kind of feel like you had like that that underdog mentality kind of too? Like you've always been kind of overlooked, I guess you could
1: say. I wouldn't it's funny. Like I would say I never felt like I was really overlooked until um, probably until I uh I, saw, I I feel like I, in the, maybe in the past year I feel like maybe I'm a little more overlooked than what – but in, in the previous years I didn't feel that as much, but definitely I do more now. But I, I wouldn't say – I'd say there's a little bit of that That ethic feel that's similar
0: with Baker. I got you, Bill. I got you, Bill. And just, you know, just one final thing I want to ask you is, uh, you know, right before game time, right before you come out of the locker room, you know, while you're in the locker room, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why?
1: I don't. I don't listen to a whole lot of music before games. I kind of. I'm not. Like I'm definitely. I'm locked in. I'm serious and everything. But yeah. I. Uh, if I. To, I'm. I'm buttoned up. but I'm not tight. Like Coach Soup's always say that. I, I think. Like I'm not trying to. Um. But. I listen to "Right Above It" by Lil Wayne a lot.
0: Hey, shout out! Shout out! Wheezy! Yeah. Shout out! Wheezy! <laughs> and just... in, in, high,
1: in high school. I, in high school, I listened. It was like I had a. I was specific, and I listen to that every game. But um, other than that, I really, uh, I don't even mean, like. I didn't even think I brought headphones to TCU. It's fun, Dang, it's funny really?
0: That.
1: Yeah, but um, so I mean, I listen to "Right About" by Lil Wayne. I listen to that a lot.
0: I gotcha. You. Hey, you can't go wrong with Lil Wayne. I mean, you, you yeah. just absolutely can't at all. And, uh, but no, uh, Bo, I seriously, I appreciate you coming on. This is definitely, you have one of the best stories probably I've ever had on here. And I appreciate you telling everybody about your story as well. Oh, no, no problem.
1: I, um, I, I'm, it's definitely, uh, I, it's why I transferred and when I did it, it's definitely pretty unique to a lot of people, but it's all, it's been a great decision for me. And sometimes you got to take some leaps and or not some, and I don't want to say a leap, but just go down, uh a road that somebody hasn't done as much in terms of transferring that late. And if you just believe in yourself and if you believe in what you do is going to be the best thing for you. And I believe in myself. I believe in myself more than I ever did in my time at Kentucky just because I'm more fun with football. But it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm thankful for it, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you take, you take some of the lessons you learn from there and you apply it to your future and a, it'll help you become not only a better player, but a better, better man going forward.
1: Oh Yeah, completely.
0: Hey, but Bo, seriously, I appreciate you coming on. And for everyone out there that's listening to today's episode and you want to go show my guy Bo some love or just go check him out, I will leave all of his socials down below in the link of today's of today's episode's description. Anyway, Bo, seriously, I appreciate you coming on and I look forward to seeing you do big things down there in Stephenville. Sounds good.
1: Oh, yeah, check us out.